0: If you found things, make your butt hurt because you're easily offended. Now, at last, somebody has done something about this condition. Butt herder's friend is on the market. A scientifically blended preparation, manufactured especially for crabi bees butts. When used daily, helps prevent bleeding, leakage, burning, promotes healing, and in general keeps your butt in tip-top condition for hurting when it's needed. <laughs>
1: are you looking for veteran resources and peer support objective
0: zero has an app for that download the objective zero app for free from the app store or google play access wellness resources like yoga and a free year subscription to headspace the world's most popular meditation app check out veterans resources and access our nationwide network of peer support speak to fellow women veterans or someone in your field and branch of service you get to choose who you want to chat with Learn more at www.objectivezero.org. That's www.objectivezero.org. Please remember the views and opinions expressed by this show or any other show on DV Radio and its guests are strictly those of sad individuals and do not reflect those of the DB Radio staff nor the staff of Dysfunctional Veterans. I am the first dick in your ear, Boner Wood, so it's going to be a hard one tonight. Now, God damn it, buddy! that's just not even fair. This is barracks talk. This is inside the net house, man. We got Sergeant Wardog. Oh, I just broke out of the rubber room, dog. The
1: bacon man himself, oink. You are truly putting the D in the B when it comes to DV radio.
0: Mr. Recall. I prefer to be referred to as belly and down. And don't know where the fuck Google is. I
1: told you, it's my computer, it's not me. That's exactly how I feel. So we probably had a few too many to drink, you know what I mean? 20 bucks is 20 bucks can i get a thimble full of sweet baby rays please we don't have it saturday's right. gonna be even more entertaining
0: illogical go we still have the DD radio store for those wondering shit's still there you can buy shit mine shit's good okay oh we haven't even gotten there yet you fucking got me there already
2: love and military barracks talking around the smoke
0: how's your back feeling
1: after that penis reduction oh. <laughs> You're tuned in to WDVR on DVRadio.net because
0: this, this, is, is, this how is how it is on DV on radio. radio. That is how it is right here on WDVR DVRadio.net. It's talk live, or as usual, you're listening to us on podcast. If you subscribed to us on Podbean or Stitcher, Pandora, any, any place but Spotify, cause Spotify hates anything over 87 minutes. But, uh, it's September 24th, 2022. I am Bona Wood tonight in the his house. We got the pig up in Alaska, Mr. Oink. Hello, boys. I'm back. We got the crown eating marine himself, Sergeant Wardog out in the Texas heat. Psych ward gang. That's it. That's it. And he's taken over Vanilla Ice's business and given people their dreams. He's been known to tell you the dirty in 30. We may not always agree, but when he is here, we're always gracious. It's none other than Marquis Davis. Well, hello, everyone,
3: and welcome to another edition of the Marquis Dirty 30 here on DV Radio. I am Marquis Davis, your host here in the Palatial Studios in Atlanta, Georgia. How is everybody? Oh, not my show. (laughs)
0: <laughs> nah, nah, man. Nah, nah. Nah, uh we ain't got the budget for that one. Uh <laughs> <laughs>
4: the whole fifteen dollars. That's all I asked for.
0: <laughs> it is gonna be one more night when you got D V six, cause he's probably getting killed by some hornets. We ain't got Google, cause you know, homework. And JJ, he said, fuck y'all tonight. And we was like, all right. so it's just
4: us. <laughs> you
3: have me tonight so that's a special guest everyone should be happy
0: i mean look yep yep i think the way i introduced you says a lot (laughs) 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 i mean not only did i mention your new job you know i mentioned your old stuff i rhymed i talked about how much we love you all in less than what 10 seconds
3: yeah, I mean, it, it's, it takes talent like that to keep this radio station afloat. So, everyone out there listening to the sound of my voice, if you have any money, no, I'm just
0: <laughs> If your uncle had a $100 million will, you know what I'm saying?
3: <laughs> <laughs> just write us into <laughs> I actually, no, I'm, I'm serious, man. You know, you, you put the real estate in there. I was like, whoa, well, okay. But then you said vanilla ice, and I'm like,
4: ah, look, no. look, man, <laughs> I, I,
0: I had to do something that most people listened and understood. I wasn't going to throw in some, you know, twins that, you know, could take over fucking romantic novel fucking book covers and shit. So,
3: well, you should have. Okay.
0: I can't you stand those guys, to be I honest.
3: On the front of a romance novel book.
0: I mean, I didn't say you couldn't. It's the twins. I couldn't oh, yeah. stand there. Like, oh. Oh
3: <laughs> you know what, Bo? I made a mistake, my friend. So um, I shaved my mustache by mm-hmm. accident.
0: <laughs> Your mustache. <laughs> I, turned around and li-
3: I turned around and looked at my <laughs> wife. And she was like, oh, I like it. So now I'm walking around looking like a black Amish guy.
0: <laughs> so so no, no. now we got to invest in a horse and buggy for Marquis to ride around Georgia with and sell homes. Uh, yes,
3: I, I need my cash app filled because this horse is going to kill me. I know it.
0: <laughs> the black Amish realtor of Georgia. That's what that's what we gonna recognize. Well,
3: what's, what's funny though is that everyone loves it. Like everyone's <laughs> like, "Oh my god, you look ten years younger," you know. And I'm like, "Well, shit." I apologize for saying the word, but I, I was like, "What well, day? What what did I look like before?" You know,
4: <laughs> <And> so,
0: <laughs> right? Yeah. I remember when I first let my beard grow out. My mom was like, "You look so much older." I was like, I know, and I didn't get carded. <laughs> and that's the point of a beard. You don't want to look like a fucking pubescent teen anymore.
4: You want to look I mean, your age. It hasn't been
3: carded since, what, the late 70s, 80s? At least that.
1: I mean, all I have to do is take my ball cap off. I'm bald
3: as
0: fuck. <laughs> I remember when uh, Oink and I first started talking and all, he was like, yeah, I I got patches. I I can't grow a (laughs) beer. I grow patches.
4: Nope. (laughs) Get the Um, hair
3: on my little chinny chin chin. That's about it, folks. (laughs) You should grow that very long and then braid it up. Oh, there you go. See, 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 it's forward thinking. Yeah. (laughs) That's
0: what people want me to do. Cause I don't care how long mine gets. And I was like, I don't know. I don't, I don't like braids. I can do braids. I can do French braids and shit, but I don't like it. I don't like it on me. You know what I mean? I mean, oh, well. But uh, how's everybody doing this evening? It's, it's weekend, so. All right, not man. Not working, huh? all right. <laughs> no, not working, he says.
3: <laughs> not working, man. That's plus. <laughs> I've been working. That's like the only time anybody wants to see a house is during the weekend.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, Marquis. Well, my wife's. She-
3: my, but my wife she brought she brought some sense to it she said well you know people work during the week And i said i don't care you know but again <laughs> that was very selfish of me you know well can be selfish in real estate
0: I, I got to mention Mama P, Miss Fester, if you forgot who that was, said, is he really apologizing for saying shit? Has he forgot about us? And to answer her question, yes. Yes, he did. He didn't remember who sort of word dog was or what he does. Um, he didn't remember Oink for a moment. He had to look at all the all the names in Zoom and then be like, all right, tell me what y'all do. Like, <laughs> introduce yourself to me. <laughs> <laughs> But on a serious
3: funny note, because it's true
0: on a serious <laughs> note for those who may not know who you are, or for those that have been wanting you back for quite some fucking time, why don't you update us on your endeavors and your adventures, uh, over the past, uh, 10 years
4: since you Yeah, yeah it's were last about two years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
3: Well, okay. So now I'm a real estate agent here in the great state of Georgia. Um, and, and, What's funny is that you have a lot of people who are skeptical about buying a house, you know, and my job and I've been called a middleman before, too. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But my job as a real estate agent is really to just ease the nerves of the seller or the buyer. You know what I'm saying? Right. Know the laws, know what they can get and approach it and negotiate it in in a way that's favorable for my client. You know what I'm saying? So real estate really has utilized a lot of the stuff that I learned in the army being a NCO and having soldiers, you know, I mean, it's hard to, sometimes, you know, how are you trying to equate real estate and being a NCO? Well, it's, you got to lead people, right? And so you have a lot of buyers who may have bought a hundred houses, but they still need leading during this transaction. Mm -hmm. And so learning that having to lead soldiers you know, kind of translates very well to this profession. Like people, I told you before, people said that I'm doing great at this job, you know, at my eighth closing in my first year, which people saying is amazing, you know? And I'm I'm like, look, I'm letting people take their time. I don't rush anybody. I don't bombard anybody. My first three months in real estate, that's what I did. I bombarded people. I was in a rush. I was always in a tizzy, you know? But now it's more like, let them tell you what they want, you know? And then you guide them to the process of, Owning what they wanted. A lot of real estate agents, I like to push houses at people. You know, well, this is, this meets all your stats. And this meets all your criteria. Yeah, but they don't like the area. You know, so that's what I've been doing. I've been philosophically trying to figure out real estate. <laughs> <laughs> I
4: love
0: it. Yeah. So, how are you oh, liking man. the real, realty business?
3: You know what I, I say that I don't like it because it is very stressful. You know, being a soldier with PTSD is stressful. Meeting new people, even even the extrovert that I am, you mm-hmm. know, it, it 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 puts a lot of strain on my on my personality. You know, having to constantly smile, even when giving bad news, I'm smiling, you know, because I want to make sure that my clients' nerves are at ease and settle down. Well, inside, I'm a train wreck. You know, Mm -hmm. I've had deals that almost blew up in my face because of a water tower, a water. tower. I mean, this house is beautiful in a historic city, beautiful house. They renovated the mess out of this old house. This house was built in 1915 and it's beautifully done. We got the loan approved. We got our offer accepted. We had the money. We was ready to go. The appraiser comes on the property and he sees the leg of a, of a, decorative water tower that's in no use. The city just has them up because they were built with the city. Mm-hmm. Sees the leg of this and calls it an obsolescence. Kills the deal right there. What? What? <laughs> yep. And so when you have to present that to your client and you only have about seven days to close, you now have to think of a way to get this deal closed. And guess what? We got the deal closed. You wanna know how we got the deal closed? A 1031 exchange. So someone in her family happened to be rich. And that rich person happened to own real estate that he needed some taxes done, you know. Some taxes away from it.
0: Oh, so, so he's laundering. Was he Is exchanged. that what
3: you tell us? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was, I was just he, he exchanged his piece of property, yeah. that house, for his sister. Right. You know, that's a 1031 exchange for anyone want to no know real estate. Um So that deal was saved, And that's your job as an agent. You have to temper those expectations, temper those uh, uh, attitudes and emotions. You have to sometimes just give the radio voice. You have to give that AM radio voice. Listen, right now, we have two days of due diligence left. The inspection hasn't been done. I need for you to schedule that within the first one or two days. No, they will not pay for it. You know, hey, Your loan officer called me and told me that you got a a car last month. So, now you think we got to wait? Yeah, we got to wait. That's my job. How's everybody else doing? Well,
0: (laughs) well, really quick. Why did the appraiser deem that water tower something that's becoming obsolete?
3: A functional obsolescence. So, if that happens to fall. Functional, okay. If that happens to fall yeah if that happened to be filled with water and the water falls out of it. if a tree happens to hit it, mm-hmm. what about the house? Now, when we found out, I still have the letter right here written by the city manager that says that that water tower is is uh annually maintained by the city and everything you know gave us every clearance that that house was good right still no no company that does loans will touch that house because of that one appraiser. Talking about a function, uh, functional obsolescence.
0: That's that that uh, guy needs to lose his shit. Anyway, um, <laughs> uh, Miss Miss Fester said uh, to tell you congratulations on your first year on your on your one year. Miss Fester,
3: said. listen, Miss Fester, I love you so much. Let me tell you why because your husband really was a, a real good inspiration and a good person to talk to. And you know, just so you just so, because you say, you think you said, you think I uh, uh, forgot who she was. No, 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 no. <laughs> okay. No, no, no. Love, Miss Fester.
0: I mean, you forgot our acid tripping war dog. I mean,
3: well, you know, <laughs> you guys aren't
4: important. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I'm, 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 you know, I'm elated and ecstatic for you that, you know, you are doing something that taking you out of your comfort zone. I know we talk about that a lot. We have talked about that in the past a lot. And uh, as much as you hate being taken out of your comfort zone, has it helped you socially? Oh
3: man, let me tell you. Okay. So (laughs) being a father of five and with a, with a wife, you know, I'm married. Everybody knows I'm married. You know, you kind of lose that social, Aspect of life a little bit, everything's wrapped around your kids, you know, going to football practice, piano practice, getting food, cooking, wife, you know, stuff like that, right? Right, right. So being able to 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 leave the house, you know, show somebody a house, talk to my talk to my team leader, talk to my broker, talk to my other team members, you know, it's that little bit of social interaction that I do appreciate and do like. You know, once you get once I get to know a client, that social anxiety tends to go away. Mm -hmm. You know, and I get more confident with talking to them. It's normally that first meeting with someone that I'm still confident, but it's more of that, you know, how can I explain it? You know, it's more of that controlled confidence where it's like, Hey, how are you? You know, you gotta force it out, but you know, you can do it.
0: It's, it's Uh, almost like, it's almost like you're wearing a mask. Yes. Mm -hmm. I get you. I, I, I'll, I'll say it right now. Shit. Half the time that we have somebody on here, we've never talked to or, uh, I'm in a meeting with six or Google or, or whatever. And we're talking to people I've never met. I'm the same way. Uh, shit. Go meet a doctor that's brand new. I'm like, all right. Got to put on the happy face and act like you're interested until you're not or you are, you know, so I totally get that.
3: I mean, many of us veterans are like that. If you think about it, our first introduction to the military lifestyle was somebody yelling at us, really. Right. Yep. You know, so so you, you get taught to be quiet. When I first meet you, listen to me and do what I tell you to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's kind of how we first get introduced to the military lifestyle. Well, well, not only that, to
0: us. well, not only that, I think the four of us sitting here right now grew up like that. You, you respect okay. those that's talking to you. You listen, you look them in the eye, you don't look down, you don't fiddle with your fingers and nothing like that. You actually pay attention. And then the military just fucking took that and fucking blew that up into a Moab basically in our brain yeah. <laughs> and was like, look, motherfucker. <laughs>
3: You know, and you said something real, real poignant there. You said, you know, we were taught respect. Mm-hmm. you know. And I see I see through these Facebook interwebs all the time, you know, these Twitter streaks all the time. Yeah. How people are talking about these kids nowadays are not respectful because their parents didn't raise them that way. And I'm like, I've never had any problems with children. And the reason being is because I convey respect to them first. Yeah. You know, this is the old adage. In order to get respect, you have to give respect, right? Mm-hmm. So my thing is that sometimes I watch these videos on Twitter where adults are being, you know, either verbally assaulted by a, a teenager or youth, uh, you know, or physically assaulted. And that's because you came at them in the wrong manner. Yeah. You came at them as an authoritarian figure. You know, and that's what we were taught. Yeah. You know, but we, you got to change with the times. I hate to say it. You know, right now we're talking bit virtually across the entire United States. This couldn't happen in 2001.
0: Well, too, I think, uh, you know, a lot of people see... Real miscreants, for lack of a better term, oh, yeah. that that are disrespectful and and they never did learn and they won't ever learn. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Th- they gravitate towards that. And they're like, oh, yeah, well, if this one's acting like that. The whole generation's like that. And I know we're guilty of it here. We'll say, well, this generation, blah, 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 blah. But when it comes down to it, us here at DV Radio aren't saying everybody. We're looking at the <laughs> groups. We're, oh, we're yeah. not. Well, you throw in the social
1: media aspect of that as well, you know, if you Mm -hmm. don't get many likes or, you know, shares, posts, whatever, you know, when you got some idiot out there acting like a fucking moron and they get shared, you know, 1.3 million fucking times, of course, they're going to be, you know, the rest of the, you know, generation is going to be based off that one idiot, you know, and unfortunately, that's just the reality
3: of it. Yeah, look, I read an article that said that uh, TikTok is the most used search engine for millennials.
0: I believe it, sadly. TikTok. Yeah. Well, I mean, a couple of years ago, it was Facebook. That's where people got their news from, right? So <laughs> memes,
4: men's, Roll as people. as Marquis
0: says, <laughs> men's, excuse me. Never forget Listen, that I night. I like
3: millennials, though. Let me tell you why, because millennials make the best real estate clients. They know exactly what they want. They know exactly what their approval is, and they come prepared. It's, it's the older generation who never know anything. <laughs> like so you like this house I don't know you got pre-approved what's the pre-approval you're like you mother <laughs>
0: <laughs> they pull in a six I mean that's what it is
3: <laughs> yeah, what you tell them the cops in the area yeah you know this neighborhood normally goes around 320 but I want to offer 250 like no woman Oh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. I actually seen uh <clears throat> Where was it? It was somewhere in North Carolina. It was on the coast, and in, in the entire neighborhood, there was one house. all the other houses was two seventy five and below, right? This one fucking house, because of its placement on the fucking coast, went for like two point something, and I was like, you gotta be shit me
3: what What does Donald Trump like to say, okay? With real estate, it's always about location. Location, location, location.
0: But that's the thing that got me. Like, it really wasn't any special place on the coast in this neighborhood. It was just, it was like any other house. <laughs> that's oh. that's what got me. <laughs> but, it was,
3: but it was on that beach with easy access. Location,
0: something, location. it was something. They, were <laughs> 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 Something, something like got to me.
3: It was
1: the
0: cocaine in the
3: walls. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> All the like, cocaine that what come what? from Colombia swashes across on that
4: coast.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "The fuck you say?" But yeah. um So, for the our listeners that might be interested, how is the housing market right now? In your honest opinion, as a realtor,
3: the housing market is the housing market. Like you, you'll go a lot of you like the housing market is doomed. If you want to buy a house, buy a house. All right. I mean that's 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 the simplest way I can tell you. I mean because. Actually, I mean, buying a home is either a need or a want. You either need it or you want it, right? Yep. You know, so if the housing market is going to be this way forever. It's going to go up, it's going to go down. It's going to go up, it's going to go down. Interest rates, what, 15, 20 years ago was what about 20%, mm-hmm. you know, if not 30%, 40% as in some cases further back. You know, even at 6% interest right now, we're at some of the lowest interest rates ever in the United States history. You know, I mean, I know it's high compared to what it was, what, two months ago. But the housing market is what it is. If you want to buy a house, buy a house. If you need to buy a house, contact me, Marky e. Davis, your local real estate agent here in the straight state of Georgia. Um, we have some great lenders that we can, I'm sorry.
4: Shame no, you. Well. you're good. <laughs> that's what we're here for that's what we are here for baby
1: uh, you know, the sad thing is too is if you buy a house now even with the interest rates the way they are you can always refinance later when they're lower you know and
3: especially if you use a VA loan I mean yeah. they created the VA Earl loan specifically to lower your interest rates and sure. I cannot give you that type of advice because I'm not a mortgage lender but you can google it
0: <laughs> yeah we need to get um, help me out on bread. Brad Brad and King. There we go. 92 for 22. That's it. The Marine <laughs> mortgage, mortgage Marine. Mortgage Marine. That's it. Yes. I'm sorry, Brad. Uh, <laughs> I, I have a lot of names in my head and they all get fucking twisted up. Uh, especially like, um, the other. Brad. The other
1: Brad from Purple Heart Homes. <laughs>
0: there you go. I, I can't do that one. I can't. I have tried. I have to sit here and read it and do it slowly. I Yeah, uh, we need to get uh, them on and you. That would be a great fucking episode. And I also need to get up with Brad from 92 for, is it
1: 92 for
0: 22? 22, yep. Right. And uh we need to get their show here on DV Radio. Um We've been planning it since before a certain Rona Virus pandemic disease killed a lot of people that didn't kill a lot of people. That is really bad. Um, and we haven't gotten to yet, but as soon as I get up with them, we'll get that over here and you can hear that. And then we'll get you, Marquis, on with Brad and Ken, and we'll do some real TVA loan bullshit and we'll hey, talk about yeah, that. Get
3: to talk real estate again. Yeah,
0: <laughs> but see, it's an open, free, fun platform, and you can say whatever the fuck you want.
4: Mm. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, that's a good segue since we're talking about loans and, and refinancing October 5th through October 9th here on the DV radio store at dvradio.net. Just click on that store tab and get 15% off your entire order. Just be sure to click that redeem button or you'll miss out on the 15% off again. That's October 5th through October 9th right here on the DV radio store, dvradio.net. Click on the store tab. Get your 15% off of your entire order, October 5th through October 9th. What did Miss Fester's, bow has a memory of the size? Okay, so it's not the memory part. It's remembering who goes where, right? Like
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Okay. You, you remember when we played the memory game with the cards back in the day and you had to flip them over and remember where the matching card was? And guess who? Okay, guess who is different than that? Guess who was I mean, the one that had the picture of faces, and you had to describe the person that the person was had on their thing? That's different. Yeah, I'm talking about the flip over game. It's called Match Game, where you had pairs of cards laid out face down. Oh, that's not that like
3: rich white people stuff. I didn't have that.
0: Nah, man, that was that was poor white <laughs> stuff. That that. <laughs> We couldn't, we couldn't afford guess who unless it was at the Goodwill store, Salvation Army, and it was missing like 15 pieces and broken in half. Shit. Like.
3: He has a hat. None of my people have a hat. Motherfucker, <laughs> too broke to have a hat. What are you talking about?
0: <laughs> my first hat, no shit, was a hand-me-down from my grandpa. <laughs> I oh, kid you not. That's a sweet story, though. You
3: can't, you can't laugh
0: at that one. Was it a I, good hat? I, I, I can't because I don't even remember what it was. <laughs>
3: Oh, okay. Cause I was going to say, if it was the, any
0: type of North Carolina team hat, nah, then my grandpa <laughs> wouldn't like that. Most of his was, um, the old trucker hats. You remember those that had the mesh in the back and the, the foam up front with the, the picture. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. The, the real old fucking quote unquote baseball caps, but they turned into trucker hats or whatever they fucking call them. <clears throat> yeah. I had one of those mm. up until I was like, I don't know air nine, and then I found an actual cool hat that I thought was cool but then I look back on it and I'm like my grandpa has some cool hats <laughs> hats hats hats. what do
3: you guys think about fedoras
0: I don't like fedoras oh. but I like I've been my rocking. Ivy caps. Them. <laughs> I've been rocking them this whole summer bro I like oh, my ivy boy I like my ivy and newsboy caps you know what I'm talking about
3: huh yeah, Blue I've got hat, those ones who were like, hey, Get your papers, get your papers here, get
0: yeah. your papers, dude. I'm <laughs> mixing not out of
3: the office, of office, get your papers here.
0: So, I've got a hat bag that holds 24 baseball caps, and I've got like 52 Ivy caps in it. I've got so many, dude. I've got okay, some from to
3: fundraiser to get you more hats to fill the bag. <laughs>
0: Dude, I can't fit any more in there. That's the problem. It's about to okay, bust. Okay, we the need to do a to, broke. to get
3: you another bag.
0: <laughs> like, I've got some from Kingle, I got some from Ireland. I got some handmade ones. I've got wool ones. I've got, like, every kind you could imagine, and I love them. I hate baseball hats, man. Fucking military ruin that shit.
3: <laughs> I wish I had a mint collection. I just got a collection of
1: children. <laughs> You and me both, brother. Stay (laughs) off of Facebook. You might have more. (laughs) Just
3: saying. Facebook's the devil.
0: Oh, man.
3: Listen. Facebook is terrible. Terrible.
0: Actually, I have two snapbacks because unaltered 1776. uh, Jax, I don't know if you guys remember him. I got two snapbacks from him. And then I've got my beanies. I got to have my beanies, man. Like <laughs> Beanies, Ivies, and uh, Newsboy caps. That's what I got. Anyway.
3: You know what? I have forgot what a beanie was for a minute there. Then I started thinking about Sublime.
0: <laughs> <laughs> See, I used That's to like um, right there.
3: That's a deep joke right there. You got to get that one.
0: I <laughs> yeah, used to right like now. I used I to caught like it. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I used to like the old cuff beanies that were a toboggan without the little fuzzy thing on top. I used to like those. But as the years have gone on, they're a lot stiffer than the ones we had back when we were growing up and shit. And I don't like them. So I, I stick. To I don't this.
3: wear hats. I'm a man. I let the sweat drop down my face and burn my eyes like a real man does. What the fuck? I'm <laughs> bald and I can't do that anymore. Fuck That's life. what I'm saying. <laughs> <Those> <laughs> I, I, I'm bald. <laughs> I've been bald longer than both of you, I promise you. <laughs> right? I promise you. I've been bald said. since I was in seventh grade. My nickname in high in middle school was grandpa because I was balding. No. <laughs>
0: Mark Markey gonna leave this world the way he came into it.
3: <laughs> I was I was a bushy eyed blonde haired White man trapped in a forty-year-old black
2: man's body. <laughs> oh wow, wow! I don't believe you took it there.
3: <laughs> Listen, I had just watched that um, little, you know, that little, that little skit that he did. I don't remember his name, where he was a a forty-year-old a white man trapped in a black boy's body who was in high school. I know and what it you're is talking the about. Thing, it is so funny.
0: I know what you're talking like, about, and I can't think of what it is.
3: It's so creative. Like, how did you think it is? Like, I know it's topical because it was a couple of years ago, you know, because of yeah. the race stuff always going around, you know, it was topical, but it was like, wow, if this is not a Chappelle show skit, that's not a Chappelle show skit,
4: <laughs> <Yeah>.
3: you know? <laughs> and so that's why I use that as my uh, my profile picture on everything now.
4: <laughs> <That's great. laughs> I love it.
0: Fucking love it. Uh, Oink, how's your week been? Not too
1: bad. It's been a long fucking week because uh, it kind of blended into last week and <laughs> started last Monday and didn't end until uh, Thursday of this week. So, yeah, it's been a long time, but now i get ready to switch jobs, going from the, the summer position over to the winter position. So uh, that's that's always fun. Let Change me tell you of, what. Routine.
0: Keeping keep up with Oink's schedule is like me keeping up with when the fuck dv 6 is getting fucking mauled by Hornets, like... <laughs> <laughs> one day it's yep. all good the next day it's like no nah, man you should have seen it <laughs> it's like <"Wait>, what what <laughs> oh that's right <laughs> um marquee actually uh asked this earlier uh in the pre-show and we haven't had an update in a while but if you would like how's little man doing
1: little man is doing phenomenal guys he had uh, a doctor appointment yesterday and everything is good to go i mean he's Again, full of piss and vinegar, back to normal 10-year-old, just run mom and dad crazy. So, yeah, yeah. And
0: speaking of which, they're in the background. Eat him. How is him? him? Get that belt down, boy. Get that belt. Where's my fly Water. Go pick your switch. Give me that damn wooden spoon right now, boy.
1: But, yeah, he's doing great. He's back to normal. So, his oxygen levels, like I said, I don't think I've ever seen him below 95 now. So, yeah, he's, uh, he's doing good.
0: Good. I'm glad to hear that. I know. I think the last time we talked about it was what, a month or so ago. So about time for an update.
1: Red said, oh, yeah. glad to hear that. Yeah, no kid. I mean, it, it was almost a touch and go. Obviously the doctors down here at Seattle Children's Hospital were phenomenal. Uh, the nurses were great. They, you know, treated Amy and the wife, you know, well, and, and the little man. So they were taken care of, you know, 24 seven. So, That was, you know, that was the best part of it is that knowing that they were in good hands. So once he got done with the surgery, you know, just the look of anguish, though, it was his face for the first two days where he couldn't move and and do anything. That was the worst part for, you know, as a parent, obviously, you know, seeing any of your children in pain and not being able to do anything that that really kind of sucked. But uh, once he was able to walk and start moving around in his room and start walking down to the damn Uh, gift store and spending (laughs) mom's money,
0: you know, you knew he was on the healing path at that point. The money you didn't have.
1: (laughs) Pretty much. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, Just so everybody knows, right. Just so everybody knows that that's not aware that hasn't listened in a while. Uh, Link's uh, son did have some heart surgery. Uh, What was that? June?
1: Uh, Yeah. He went in July 14th. Yeah. So Open okay. heart, you know, nine years old, and then he gets to come home for his 10th birthday. You know, he made it home in time for that. So that was good yeah. news as well.
0: He, did, he didn't get to go in the bouncy house, but at least he was home.
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> and let me tell y'all what, before I go on to Wardog, I'm sitting here minding my own, listening to Oink and Wardog chatted up in pre-show as I'm getting things ready. And my Zoom lights up. It's blinking orange. And I'm like, okay, there's nothing in chat. I was like, it must be in my main Zoom. I'll go over there. Sure enough, it's Marquee. And he sends me an audio message. says, Bo. Bo. And then Oink starts laughing. And then Wardog starts laughing. I said, y'all hear that? And they're like, what? And I I was like, okay, so they didn't hear it. And I repeat it. And they're like, oh, yeah, we heard that. And Oink was like, I thought that was Wardog. And Wardog was like, I thought that was Oink. And I was like, (laughs) What the fuck, <laughs> and then Marquis came in
4: <laughs>
0: he ruined it all Yay. um
4: <laughs> no
0: uh wardog, how's your week then, brother?
2: Oh all right, bro, nothing really invent uh you know nothing major another no major uh, events here in the lone star state uh so just uh. Trying to battle the end of this heat wave uh, still hit like 92 today. Um, uh, Other than that, man, just kind of taking in life a day at a time, man, like every other veteran in the world, right?
3: You know, Georgia doesn't have heat waves. You can move to Georgia.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I was born in Georgia, bro. (laughs) You know somebody can get your house for good. (laughs)
0: word dog was like I'm I had enough of the peaches man I just I wanted something different (laughs) um before I forget that actually reminded me talking about weather in the states and all first time I talked to the man and fuck probably been about eight months give or take I talked to Dave Libby Wednesday we talked about an hour and a half if you don't know who Dave Libby is founder and C C. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Fucking Christ, I can't talk. Oh, it hasn't been a long week at all, folks. Not at all. Yeah. Uh Warrior dot org. <laughs> Dave Libby. He uh he was a captain in the army and uh he also is uh the lead singer of Sosera Band. If you don't know about that, hit it up. But uh me and him were talking and uh he's got some stuff coming up uh this year and then going into next year some uh fishing and hunting and all that. So if you want to get in on that and you're a veteran, please go over to warriorservice.org, hit them up, let them know that you're a veteran or whatever. And if you fit, you'll get in if they have enough room, obviously. Um, I think they're going after some elk and hog this year. Um, I can't remember everything else because me and him, when me and him talk, we literally listen to the other one for about 50 minutes and then we switch over and then the other one. Talks for 15 minutes and catches up the other one. <laughs> um, but, uh, he's got, uh, some new internet. So we'll be getting him on the show hopefully soon, but he's got to go out of, out of state for a little while and, uh, take care of some stuff as well as warrior service stuff. So when he gets back and when he's able to, we'll have him on the show, um, more often, hopefully. Uh, <laughs> so he's a good guy known him for
4: fuck
0: 2022 carry the one about about four or five years. <laughs> I, I can't
3: And that's remember. what a North Carolina education gets you people.
0: <laughs> look, I don't even remember what fucking year it was. When did we start veteran music?
3: When did Lyndon Baines Johnson become president? Oh, <laughs> shit. I don't
4: believe you took it. <laughs> <laughs> I look. <laughs> 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 no, I <laughs> <love> you, <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway. When, no, seriously. When did we start uh, Veteran
0: Music? 18? Uh, 17 or 18, right? Yeah, I have been close
1: to that because uh, you guys were talking before I came on.
0: Yeah, so that well, whenever been, we started Veteran Music... That's when I met Dave and we've, he, he's like the, he's like a dad figure per se. Me and him's real close. So yeah, he's a good guy. I, I trust him. <laughs> I trust him. Um For those that are using the new website for DV radio, uh let us know what you think about it. What you don't like about it needs to be improved, et cetera, et cetera, because next week when we have no shows going on, we will most likely switch over to this one and, uh, we won't have a barracks talk or any shows that week weekend, um, which will be the first through the second. That way, if anything happens and the certificate doesn't go through or something in time, you're not going, Uh Oh, do you think It's not up? No, it's up. Just, we haven't gotten our certificate yet. Um, so, if and there's
1: no that fucks shit up, <laughs> right. It
0: has fucked shit up <laughs> plenty of times. Um, but, uh, if you have any feedback for those that have been using it, please let us know ASAP so I can get it taken care of. Uh, so far, everybody that's used it seems to love the new layout, especially in the mobile response. Um, the chat room's still the same. I can't really do much about that right now. Uh, me and affinity. Uh, Chris over there at Affinity, we're talking about doing some stuff. Probably going to build a chat room just for our, uh, our, um, needs and preferences and it'll just be embedded right here on the site. Um, and then a few other things for behind the scenes, uh, that'll make it easier on me with editing and then having tracks separate and shit like that and whatnot. But, uh, if you have any feedback, Please let us know. We're also, I'm also working on the DV Farm website. I put up some uh, screenshots on Facebook on both DV Farm and DV Radio's uh, Facebooks. Um, and I'm proud to say that DV Farm is the second and DV Radio is the third websites to have the Adapt Exchange embedded right into it. So you can send us crypto if that's your preference. Um, the other, the first one was Unique Spectrum. That's uh, Chris's nonprofit, and uh yeah, proud to say that we will be the second and third websites in the entire world to have that embedded right into our website, so that's that's a huge thing. I know a lot of people, you know, oh, crypto, but if the economy goes down, look, the economy has been going down since the fucking Industrial Revolution, you motherfuckers, all right?
3: Yo, don't
4: bring
0: up the industrial <laughs> revolution. <How dare> you? <laughs> 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 My mom, we were talking about this the other day because we were talking about affinity and I was like, yeah, it's, 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 it's a fucking rickety bridge right now. And she's like, what do you mean? And I was like, it's like when credit cards came in fashion and people said, Oh, it's going to kill the economy and there's, there's no way you can replace physical currency. And she's like, yeah, I remember that. It was the dumbest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> She's like, look at us now. Everybody wants a fucking credit card, right? And uh, I'm not saying, you know, crypto is going to change the way we use currency. Yes and no, it is. And I'm not going to say it's going to become the mainstay or anything. Um, But it's another way and it's another avenue for nonprofits and, and places like us at DV Radio. To, to give you a, another way to help us and support us and it's viable. We can off ramp it into actual cash. If you go BUSD and stuff like that. So it's viable. It's viable for us. It's viable for a lot of other reasons and necessities. So if you're into crypto, if you want to get into crypto, tune in to affinity on Sundays, 10 a.m. Eastern.
3: Yeah. You're talking about a DV radio crypto coin.
0: No, but we are partners with them.
3: Why haven't we talked about a DV Radio crypto coin?
0: Because I am not <laughs> going down that route.
3: DV Oink, start the crypto. <laughs>
0: that's the way it happens, right? Yeah, uh, that's
3: that's how Bitcoin started. Somebody just yelled Bitcoin, and it started.
0: I mean, technically, we could start our own, but we've got to get investors and all, and nobody wants to invest in DV Radio already, so.
3: get the investors (laughs) yes (laughs) let me crack that whip (laughs) we have a new queen king so we can get investors
0: but uh, yeah I'm I'm actually proud to say that and uh, yeah 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 man yeah anyway
3: can I say something real quick before you go to a random commercial break because I don't know the schedule
0: we don't do breaks anymore unless we absolutely have to
3: oh Yes. Okay. So, real quick, um, I just want to take a, a few moments of your time to thank you, Bo. Honestly, um, remember when we first started this, way back in the day, two thousand what was it, fifteen ish? And uh, me and you had a conversation. We didn't even have a name for the show, so it wasn't Barracks Talk back then. What was it? What did, what did we call it? DV Radio. That was it. Very original, <laughs> right there. <laughs> That's a catchy name of the show. You know, and then uh, one day Bo was like, Marky, wait till you hear it is. And I said, okay, cool. So we started and, we, you know, he played in, in this, the GGB radio, all that stuff, you know. And then he said, it said, Barrett's Talk. And it started all that cool stuff that we had back in the day that you guys no longer do for the intro. But, you know, it was cool. And I was like, yo, Bo, that is dope, you know. And I was hype. you know, and we had a name. Mm-hmm. And I just want to say thank you, Bo, because you've kept something that has actually helped veterans a lot for a very long time.
0: Well, we were talking about investors. <laughs> I'm the number one investor
4: of TV radio. and <laughs> hey,
3: you hear that? For only a dollar a day, you too can help a DV radio producer.
0: <laughs> <up> an angel. <laughs> nah, man, it's, you know, I took over in October of 2015, like fully, completely over, and DV6... Was in the right to to be like, yeah, sketchy about all this shit. And I said, if I can't turn it around within a month, you can do whatever, right? And uh, I I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. <laughs> I didn't know I didn't know my ass from a hole in the ground. Not even going so to lie, glad you radio. figured
3: out about your ass,
0: right? <laughs> um, yeah, man. <laughs> especially with Crohn's, phew, let me tell you, man. Some glad bad days. About
3: thank you, thank you for your service.
0: Um. <laughs> But um no really it 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 happened at a time of my life that I needed it. And then I realized that I wasn't the only one that needed it, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um I guess the thing that's hurt us most is social media, obviously, but the ones that you can tell that it's actually helped <clears throat> not only are recurring, but they do say, look, My wife, uh, my husband, my brother, my sister, I was drinking. I was an addict, yada, yada, yada. Um, and then the little things like service dog show, Marquis dirty 30. Um, we could just brag out, drag out. We could go on all day. And, uh, thank you guys for being there and not saying I need a paycheck. Boom. We gotta do something like seriously. Cause and Marky and, and Oink knows this. Um, we've had some people that's like, yeah, DV radio is just not spanning out the way I expected, and I'm not making a paycheck, so I gotta go somewhere else. We've had those people, literally, tell me that. I've I've got the screenshots. Um and it's sad, you know, because that's not what this is about. It's not about a paycheck, not monetarily anyway. And Yet. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah. <laughs> and, and you know that's another thing I have so many people still to this day oh you must make good doing the radio fuck <laughs> motherfucker
1: <laughs> I don't it's, make it's good uh
0: <laughs> I don't make the 200g a year like your fucking WXYE or whatever the fuck you know uh, rock and roll in the morning on ninety eight point six. I don't. Well,
3: that's because you refuse to install a transistor radio and just have it <laughs> over the airwaves. I've told you this before. You never well, listen to them.
0: Well, see, the the thing about that is we have to follow FCC rules, and I don't.
3: damn it, these rules, the government. We don't need it. I don't just do, do it. I don't
0: do well with rules, man. I mean, if last if last week's show isn't a testament to me and rules. <laughs> Especially if you caught it live. <laughs> yeah. If you caught it live, um, <laughs> me and rules don't play well with one another. Um, but no, I, I gotta thank you. I gotta thank Oink, War Dog, um, Nevermore, JJ, Six and Recoil, Google, and then especially the listeners. I mean, fuck the listeners, man. Like if it wasn't for the listeners, I'd probably quit a long time ago. I'm not even going to play like, and it's not because you support us monetarily. It's because you a seem to have fun when we're having fun and B you need it just as badly. Right. So thank you guys for giving us a reason. I mean, even
1: faster, I mean, you know, being the the first responder aspect of our radio Mm -hmm. programming, you know, having him come on and, really to us that you know that that our first responder community goes through the same shit that we do you know as veterans that you know it it, uh, kind of an eye opener for most of us anyway you know that haven't gone and transitioned from (laughs) military to first responder so
0: sorry i'm reading chat red's place said we always need wood Well,
1: some of us do. I don't know about <laughs> all this males
0: in here. Man. <laughs> oh, no sausage, Trevor. And you know, <laughs> and you know, not only not only the hosts and the listeners, it's the organization's objective zero, K okay, Bar, Soyaeger oh, yeah. Foundation, Hard Luck Auto, Affinity, Chris, and all of them with the face-scape, which failed because somebody's ass got fucking hurt in the military, and they had to make news headlines and shit like that. Go but Chair Force, yeah. Right, um,
4: um. <laughs> it,
0: I commend those that have stuck with us through thick and thin highs and lows the the lies and the fucking oh, don't go to them because they're using their money for drugs. <laughs> I wish um <laughs> shit i I wish I had some blowing hookers right now with the fucking sacrificing a goat over here
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: shit. <laughs> I'll never forget man we were in uh Shelby Mississippi and one of the guys I stayed in the hotel with that night because we had a pass he calls the supply sergeant and the sergeant didn't answer it was his E5 or whatever and he goes shit you're not he tells her in the straightest voice I've ever heard he goes man we need Sergeant Johnson to come and pick us up we don't know what to do we uh We got a couple hookers last night, and I think one of them's dead in the tub. We got a suitcase that's half full of cocaine and a dead goat on the bed. And, like, he played it up so good, man. So fucking good. And she lost her shit. Like, she's like, okay, stay on the phone. Don't do anything. Don't touch anything. I'm going to go get started. Like, she legitimately thought we had fucked some shit up. Like,
4: (laughs) it was great.
0: (laughs) I got to tell you, my unit was like balls to the wall. I got
4: you a six kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) I'm
3: I'm sorry, everyone. I'm dealing with a fire right now. Apparently, we don't know if the exercise equipment is staying or leaving the house. So now we're upset and we don't want to sign the contract. I'm dealing with that right now.
0: What? The treadmill's not staying? Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Is it a Pelotonic? that's what it's called, right? Pelotonic. I think it starts with a T. Am I wrong?
1: I think those are the exercise bikes, but fuck, I could be wrong too. Like I I exercise.
0: I I I I ain't, I ain't exercising 12 years, man. I couldn't if I wanted to like.
1: Got a bow flex down in the basement. I was was about to say,
0: (laughs) (laughs) we got a Tybo in there. (laughs) You guys remember (laughs) Tybo? Who the fuck remembers Tybo? Legitimately <laughs> Peloton. I I don't know I don't exercise. <laughs> I, I just know that Ryan Reynolds married the Peloton Nick chick. <laughs> I think it was
2: Early
4: Ryan Reynolds.
0: Marquis,
2: you ever remember a few years back when Nas called Jay-Z a tie boho?
3: <laughs> yep, and Ether.
2: Okay. All right. All right.
3: Do what?
2: She just hit me for some
0: reason. Do what?
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> why did My he call bad. him a why did he call him a Tabo hose? Oh, it was a diss
2: track. You know, they were going back and forth at the time over, you know, rappers type of beef shit. And I I don't know. As soon as you said Taibo, it just hit me. You Taibo (laughs) ho.
0: Man, Taibo was the morning Sunday morning fucking gleeful thing in the 90s. Like that was the thing. (laughs) Like if you wasn't at church, you was watching (laughs) Taibo. If you order now, you can get it for $19.95. But wait. Not only will you get the time of blah, blah, blah. Hold
3: on. I'm now I'm negotiating with the uh, listing agent to keep the uh, <laughs> the exercise equipment there. Oh, I love real estate. Gotta love it. It is now 8.53 p.m. on the East Coast, everyone. And Marty e. Davis is negotiating whether or not the equipment for exercise can stay in the basement. Wow, so riveting. I love it.
2: Um, I'm for some acid.
3: I <laughs> bad y'all I do apologize real, uh, I love real estate I do it's this little minutiae stuff things that don't even matter that really upsets me about real estate whether I mean, the it, equipment stays or goes means nothing to this deal
0: yeah but it does
3: <laughs> but it does <laughs> but
4: exactly it does. <laughs> exactly <laughs> the whole deal
3: hinges on a boat flag from 1992 the whole deal <laughs>
0: Oh my God. I remember when we were looking for a house and this one lady wanted us to buy her house. And my mom was like, "We can't because of the location and blah blah blah." And she was like, "For just a hundred grand more, you can have it furnished." And my mom's look was like, "You you you're you're shitting out of your mouth right now. You realize that, right? Like for a hundred grand more. I mean, it was it was like uh oh, what's his name, Billy Mays, for only two dollars more. Order now and we'll get you this like." Jazzercise was the bomb, this Fester says. The
2: Thigh oh, yeah, I Master. Jazzercise, yeah.
0: The thigh Master. You guys remember that? Yeah. I do. Oh, damn. I ain't thought about that one in years. Suzanne Summers and the Thigh Master. That fucking, that fucking blue, foamy, bendy thing with the red ball in the middle. That's what it was for kids that don't know. <laughs> Oh, my God. And that was the thing in the 90s, like, when they would show, like, movies with elderly folk in it, like an old man or something watching TV and somebody came in, they would always cut the Suzanne Somers and that thigh Master <laughs>
4: Every fucking time.
0: I want to know how much Suzanne Somers made off of licensing that to movies alone. Like... <laughs> not even the actual thought master just licensing that footage. What was it? Maybe five to 10 seconds in a movie. (laughs) Oh my God. Oh fuck. Nah, man, I got my own shake weight. I was born with it. Um, (laughs) just so everybody that's listening, that's not in chat. Knows Dr. Mayhem said, Bo needs a shake weight for Christmas. That's, that's when I came back with, I was born with it. (laughs) Maybe it's Maybelline. Um.
2: Oh, that's who it was. Richard Simmons in the whole spandex period. That's right. That's Rich just reminded me of that. Sweat into the oldies. Yes.
0: Yeah. Sweat to the oldies. Come on, ladies, you can do it. Get those thighs up. That's it. That's that was Richard Simmons. A <laughs> fucking perm he had too, man. I ain't never seen a motherfucker with a perm like that.
4: <laughs> <laughs> shit
0: Oh, and then fucking when Nutty Professor came out with Eddie Murphy and they done, they done a fucking parody of Richard Simmons. I was
2: just thinking about that <laughs> damn with <laughs> Eddie Murphy and his little yeah his spandex
4: <laughs> ooh yeah ooh <laughs> I
0: watched that the other night man I forgot how good that fucking movie was oh And it wasn't the original. That's the thing. (laughs) That's one of the few remakes that I love of the old one and the new one. You know what I mean? Like, I like the original with Jerry Lewis. And then I like Eddie Murphy's. (laughs) They're both fucking stellar movies, man. Like, you can't go wrong. So when people ask me if I've seen The Nutty Professor, I'm like, which one? (laughs) Right? (laughs) Because I've seen them both. (laughs) And I own them both.
3: Yeah, well, (laughs) apparently you've never seen Norbit, the funniest movie ever made.
0: Dude. No, you know what it is? You know what it is? I think the car shrunk because it was wet out last night. That's what it is.
3: Norbit is is hilarious. I don't care what anyone says. That movie's fucking great. That movie, it may have the dumbest plot line in the planet, but the character development and the character creation is hilarious. Well, that's what I was...
0: That I was one scene... Me and my
3: wife say that all the time. Was, was, that was one scene...
0: Gym. Dude, when she gets in the car and she's like, "You move my seat," and he's like, "No, you know what it was? It, the car has shrunk because it was wet out last night. That's what it is. That's what it is. I, you didn't move my car, and I ain't gain no weight. This car has shrunk. That's what it is.
4: You know,
3: because it's like you know, I love co- I love coming to America. Coming to America is a great oh, movie. Yes. I didn't see two because I don't want to. I don't want to destroy number one. I like, love that's my. I love that. Yeah. You know, and, and, and the characters that him and Arsenio Hall play and create yes. in the first one is are great. Mm-hmm. But but Norbert surpasses all of that. Like I don't I don't I don't care. Even even him playing a racist Asian character is hilarious to me. <laughs> him playing a fat black woman is hilarious to me. A nerdy black guy is
4: hilarious to me.
3: It is. Like, you because know, he hits the stereotypes of each yes, one perfectly. Yeah. Yes. It's a stereotype. And and, and 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 hate it or love it. Stereotypes are what we're gonna always have in this world, even when we become one color and, and the same eyes and the same hues. What was that show? Um Rick and Morty had an episode like that where everybody was the same except yeah. for a little symbol on their head. Yeah. And they hated each other because of the symbol.
4: Yeah. yeah.
3: You know? It was, but he was able to just create a character that I love. I mean, I love the Lady <laughs> Professor. Good movie. You know, Sherman Club, you're Shark Crane. You're it's, it's great. You know, her, you know, her, it's great. Great characters around the table, they do they do portray a stereotypical fat black family. It's great, but it's not Norbit. I dropped my mic. I mean, no, no, no. It's <laughs> and, this, and this is my TED talk.
0: But you know, if you look at it, there's no bad things that Eddie has done. Like I'm not saying all the movies are great, but he's yes, never are. done any, no him himself. Like the movies, I'm not bad saying Planet all the movies are great. I did, I'm, You're not listening. I'm not saying all the movies are great. He himself in the acting and portraying the character, he fucking hits it out of the park every fucking time.
3: Oh yeah. He's been doing that since Saturday Night Live, you know?
0: Uh, he did. Yeah.
3: I mean, re- remember he was the one yeah. who brought Saturday Night Live, Saturday Night Live back. Yeah, You know, if people don't remember back in the seventies when Saturday Night Live was about to be canceled, Eddie Murphy got more of a prominent role and brought the show back to mainstream attention and has kept it going from his legacy You know, with various great people in between, like Will Ferrell and such. But if if it wasn't for Eddie Murphy, there would be no Saturday Night Live doing the stupid skits that they do that are hardly funny anymore because they have to be politically correct and not offend anyone while trying to not be politically correct and trying to offend someone. It's a stupid dichotomy, but Saturday Night Live created it themselves. So, yeah.
0: Good evening, everybody, to Mr. Robinson's neighborhood. That was one of the yeah. greatest parodies. <laughs> Mr. Robinson's neighborhood. And Mr. Rogers actually approved it. Like, he loved it. He loved Eddie Murphy portraying him on Saturday Night Live. <laughs> like, it was okay, great. Okay, so
3: this may be a random moment, but when you did that Eddie Murphy skit, the first thing that came to my mind was when Michael Scott did the skit in season one of The Office to Daryl Robinson of The Warehouse. And he was introducing him to the intern. I watched too much Office, everyone, just so you know. And so he was introducing him to the intern, and he said, yeah, that's how he got his name, was Mr. Ride the Neighborhood. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, hey, God.
2: can I give a shout out? Of course. All right. My mother is tuned in to her first show down in uh, Daytona Beach, Florida. I'm going to call her Mama War Dog, all right? So this is her first night hearing how truly dysfunctional and fucked up we get right <laughs> so a minute ago she takes me and tells me you know uh she never lost one motherfucking pound from the richard simmons days. straight up hello <laughs> <Straight up. laughs> so, to my mother down in Daytona beach florida i want to tell you salute and i love you and thanks for tuning in
0: Hello, Mama Wardog. Thank you for tuning in tonight and putting up with this crayon eating, acid tripping, asshole, Marine, Sergeant Wardog, all these years. I commend you. <laughs> <laughs> Psychord gang. Gang, gang. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's
3: amazing, man. I love the fact that your mom listens to the show, you know, but if she ever wants to move to the great state of Georgia, she does have a reason she
4: can trust. <laughs>
2: Oh, we're both from the Atlanta, the Atlanta, Decatur area. So I don't, I don't think she's looking to go back either. <laughs> Same thing. But hey, Bo, you are uh, your mother listens to the shows all the time. Right. So she knows how
3: wild we get. Not my mama. DV uh, wasn't. Was... <laughs> well, bro okay. Grown man, man wants your mama to listen, but not me. <laughs> well, <laughs> right. like,
0: okay. Not so me. I got to explain how my mom listens. My mom doesn't always listen because she is the typical mom. Let me do everything for everybody else and not take time for myself, type of mom, which that's why she is a fucking saint. That being said, I'll be sitting here editing it, edit editing the show. And nine times out of ten, I got the show at 1.5 speed. <laughs> so everybody sounds like the chipmunks. Alvin <laughs> and the chipmunks. And I have to like, there are moments that I find remarkably hilarious. Like you couldn't script it any fucking better or any more funnier or anything. And I'll play it for her at normal speed. And she has to go piss every fucking time. Like she's like stop. I got I'm I'm about to pee myself. And she'll run all the way to the other side of the house to pee. Come back and say, okay, finish it. And she's still red in the face from laughing. Like <laughs> Um, you know what's funny yeah, about
3: your mom though Bo is that when we first started the show you come to me and you be like yo Bo my mom was listening to the show and she she heard you say this and I'm like did I say that? Yeah, I was like oh my god <laughs> I said that oh my god
4: you know <laughs>
0: Yeah, you, you were like, at first you were like walking on eggshells because you're like, I can't let his mom hear what I'm saying. Like, I was like, nah, dude, you don't understand. Mike's been to my house. And he was like, ah, oh, okay. <laughs> 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 oh my God. who? Um, speaking of psych ward gang, I want to take a minute war dog, if you don't mind on a serious note and explain to everybody again. And then I want to take this and I want to rip that and make it into like a promo Spit, if you will, and we'll play it uh, every once in a while. But I want you, in your words, explain where Psych Ward Gang came from and people will understand why we have the shirts and stuff.
2: All right. The Psych Ward Gang refers to acknowledging mental health in the military community. And as I'm always quick to now tell you because I'm no longer ashamed I have had to be hospitalized, uh, five separate times after my, uh, three tours in Iraq as an infantry Marine. And, um, this is my own way of any and everyone in the uh, military community to identify without shame that, Hey, there is a, you know, there is a very large global group of us. And I happen to call it the psych ward gang. Um, it's something that resonates with me. And apparently now it's been resonating with other veterans, uh, uh, you know, with our stickers, the t-shirts, even this week, Betsy Ross uh, on Twitter put out her own picture of uh, her rocking the new shirt. So um, that is, like I said, my admission as well as my acknowledgement for the entire military community of what mental health is you know, the struggles that we all deal with and to now deal with them without shame, fuck it we put in work, we've been around the world and done things Um, never be ashamed if you need to dial 988 for uh, any type of mental health crisis or to call the veterans crisis line as as I've had to do uh, twice which actually saved my life as well so um, that's where we're getting it from psych war gang baby PWG (laughs)
0: One hundred percent. I wanted everybody to hear that from you, uh, from the horse's mouth, if you will, so people wouldn't be like, Oh, he's putting words in Sergeant Wardog's mouth. Nah, man. I uh I loved it when he said it that night, and then everybody was like, shirts and stick and I was like, Oh shit, here we go again. People wanting something they ain't gonna buy. And I was actually pleasantly surprised to see people actually buy it. Now that being said, nobody's bought the ice them shirt. So <laughs> <laughs> and I can't promote it. So, Marquis doesn't know about that one. Oh, shit. Marquis, you got to hit the store tab and go find the Asintim shirt that is Sergeant Wardog's shirt. Like, he told me exactly how to make it. And that's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: I love to make the jokes about the fact that, yeah, I like to operate at night. Yeah, I like to hunt and everything at night. But, uh... When I'm out there or in any dark setting, <laughs> only thing you will ever see are my eyes and my platinum motherfucking grill. So we collaborated that with uh Bo, and now we got the whole I sync them concept. I seen them in the goddamn psych world, baby. That's basically what how they wrote. <laughs>
0: And I wish, I wish we didn't have so many politically correct bullshitters online we would promote the hell out of it because it's a great fucking joke and it came from Sergeant Wardog.
2: <laughs> Can't be racist when it came from my dog, Gas, I'm just it right? up to it. Right? <laughs> when I'm out there hunting, the only thing you will see are my eyes and my teeth.
4: <laughs> oh, yeah, it, you better be ready.
0: <laughs> right? He's got the little bling <laughs> star thing on his teeth. I had to add that in there. Yeah. Because
2: yeah. <sighs> I started rocking, uh, started rocking a little, you know, a little fake... Uh, Little fake grill this summer, man. Part of my little transition to the Texas life. You feel me?
0: <laughs> I love it, man. I, I was like, "Oh, this is this is great." Like at first, it I didn't was- know how to do the platinum thing, and I was like, "Man, let's just do silver." And he's seen it,
3: Bo. I just got the text. All right, mm-hmm. so uh, wifey wants me, and uh, that means I have to leave you guys.
0: Well, before you leave, let our listeners know anything you want them to know. And uh, we love you. You're always welcome here. Do you know that opening the invite? Just holler at us, brother.
3: Listen, everybody out there that can listen to the sound of my voice. I just want you to know that I do appreciate you because I've been through some tough times, some really, really tough times. Bo will tell you, he dug me out of a hole and I do appreciate it. You know, I just want you guys to know that you can you can do it. Talk to someone. It's not hard to do it. I know it can feel like it's hard, but just call someone. And if you just whimper and just say, huh, I'm pretty sure that person you call should pick up and know something's wrong. You know what I'm saying? So talk, okay? Yeah, I love you guys. I miss you guys. I will be back. Right now, I'm doing this real estate thing. If you need a realtor in the great state of Georgia, go ahead and go ahead uh, over to the Picky Vicky website at Picky Vicky. You will see my face. You can text me, call me, hit Bo up. It doesn't matter. Let me know if you need some real estate help here in the great state of Georgia.
4: <laughs> we love, love you, brother. Uh,
2: Salute, bros. Good to hear from you again, man. Oh, miss and Oh, oink. And Ward, Welcome dog. back.
0: You Welcome got. back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... The, uh, Psych War Game t-shirt also comes in orange with black lettering and black with white lettering, excuse me, and the I see Them shirt only comes in black for obvious reasons. (laughs) And 100% of anything that comes in from the, sh- the sales of the stickers or shirts goes to Sergeant Wardog, as is the same case with the Betsy Ross, uh, merchandise, PTS dog merchandise. <clears throat> and, um, we will be having a collaboration with, uh, another company very, very soon, as soon as they get their website up and running. And it's so beautiful. I love the website, but um, mm-hmm. aside from Don't worry that, about DV against DV—that's what—that's where I was going. JJ, Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, until the end of this year, December thirty first, twenty twenty two, all sales of DV against DV one hundred percent goes to Chained <laughs> Change Unchained. <Okay. laughs> I fucked it up. I'd I'd fuck fuck
1: that one up over Purple Heart Homes, trust me.
0: (laughs) And I don't know how I fucked it up. I've said it how many times? Changeunchained.com. 100% of all sales of DV against DV merchandise from now until the end of this year goes to them and their cause. And they are a nonprofit. You can find out more about them at changeunchained.com. But a little synopsis about them. They are a human trafficking. They are a human trafficking and child sexual exploitation um fighter, essentially. And they also house survivors. And we had Troy on uh, a few
1: weeks ago. It's, it's been about a I don't remember now, yeah.
0: Yeah, it's been about a month ago. Troy Eustafer, he yeah. is a chief petty, is it chief petty officer?
1: I believe
0: so. Don't quote me on that. And if I fucked it up, I am sorry. Yeah, he's a ch- chief petty officer. Whew. Damn, <laughs> my heart started pounding. I was like, oh man, I get ring wrong. Um, he's a great guy. Love him. We hope to get him and his wife back on soon. We, I do know, he wants to work with us with DV against DV. My only problem with DV against DV right now is getting people to voice those. So that's another whole thing in of itself. Um, but yes, all sales of DV against DV from now until the end of this year go to Change Unchained. Another thing we're trying to do this year, as we try to do every year, but we couldn't the past couple of years because of a certain Rona. Mm, yep. Um, we are again trying to raise funds for Backpacks for Life. If you don't know what Backpacks for Life are, all you have to do is go to Backpacks for Life org Find out more about them. But we try to get up with them every year and get a certain amount of um bags and hand them out to the homeless. Um The last time we done it, we sent how many? We done 20, right?
1: I believe so. Three of them were uh, sent up here.
0: Yeah, three of them up to Alaska, 10 up to New Hampshire, and the rest we gave out here in North Carolina. This year, we're hoping to get, I believe, is twenty five or thirty and get uh some care packages put in with that. And the goal for that is thirty two hundred dollars. The best way to raise that money is through Kofi. We have a Kofi. I'm gonna send it here in Messenger because or yeah, in chat because I forgot to send it to Oink earlier. And all that money that comes in for that goes straight to those Batpacks for life. Thirty two hundred dollars will go to that. Any of the care packages left over will go out to the homeless community. Um, we'll get as many bags as we can and as many care packages as we can as well. Um, we're not sure where we're going to disperse them yet. Definitely New Hampshire like we normally do. Uh, probably a few here in North Carolina. And if Oink and Frosty are up to it, we'll do it up in Alaska as well. Obviously, it's depending on scheduling and stuff like that. But this is, this is what we do. This is is what we try to do anyway so we don't get none of that m- money none of it comes to us it all goes to backpacks for life as well as those care packages so that's what be happening homie
2: oh same yeah, thing yeah. bro can i clarify yes sales from psych anything psych ward gang don't come to me personally they're all going towards uh my non-profit down in florida uh camp doghouse which i would uh i'm you know uh in the process of building up so that i can house uh Homeless veterans also, like we do at, uh, the DV farm, but, um, also in an off-grid setting down in Florida. So nothing's coming to me personally. It all goes towards, uh, building up the nonprofit that I've been thinking about for a few years now to, in my own way, help, help the veteran community. Cause, uh, I, I got to at least help one veteran before I'm out of here and, you know, before I put the nail in the coffin on me.
0: <laughs> look, I feel you, man. Every day I'm like, man, I got to get this one more thing done before.
4: <laughs>
2: before the casket drops, bro. That's, you, you get that feeling, you know, from especially from war military service. Like, shit, I got to do this before I get blasted, fool. <laughs>
4: <laughs> no. <Nope.
0: laughs> and uh, when we open up the DV Farm website, we're actually going to have a... It's going to look like a GoFundMe page, but it's not. It's actually through... Donation box? Donator box. They got a weird name. <laughs> they do, man. The name is odd. Donor box. That's it. And uh we have it already set up. there will be a whole page dedicated to that, but it's to raise funds for the septic system. Holy fuck that goddamn. <laughs> I wish, you know, they had had known about it, but they didn't. It was it's part of the cons of buying property and homes, you know. Sometimes you're told everything, sometimes you're not. So. Yep.
4: Yeah.
0: Um, and I think that's all right now as far as news
4: is concerned.
2: Right on. Let's avoid the dead air. Keep it pimping.
0: <laughs> oh, that's not all. I did forget one more other thing, and I don't know if you've got it or not. Link, but the pampered chef—that's oh Miss
1: Betsy. yeah, she's doing a fundraiser for Jaeger uh, Foundation. This was it this month.
0: Yeah, and uh, for some reason, it it's not showing up in the goddamn comments on the fucking post because Facebook is yeah, fucking well, stupid.
1: Facebook.
0: Yeah, you'll have to go to her page. I think and get it. But um she's doing another Pampered Chef fundraiser for Jaeger Foundation. All you have to do is use her Pampered Chef link. And they got great stuff over there. They got spices. They got kitchen utensils. They got all kinds of things. <clears throat> if you need to redo some of your stuff in your house, nice little place to get it. If you want to get some gifts, nice little place to get it. Um And all the uh, proceeds goes to the Jaeger Foundation. Hopefully we can get them some Money, money, money. <clears throat> oh, now Betsy answers me, you know, three hours later. I am working. Psh, thanks, Betsy. Women. Truth.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, I think, I really do think that's all as far as news. Um, and just so everybody knows the DV the com website will get a revamp as well um our our main focus was on dv radio and dv farm for obvious reasons uh but everything will basically stay the same except for probably a, a, a different look and, and stuff like that but um yeah yeah uh let's see
2: hey check this out mm-hmm when I was married, I couldn't get my ex-wife to listen to the show once or three, four, you know, three or so years of me being here. Suddenly now, in addition to mama ward dog, I also had my sister Tiny listening in to see how dysfunctional as fuck we get here <laughs> on this show. So somehow, some way I've been put on, you know, Put on stage here, and while I'm trying to fight over my uh, acid uh, urges and <laughs> inclinations, and tonight I happen to be front and center in front of my family. So, if you can, don't go too hard on me, because shit, man, it's already been difficult. Now that I know who's listening in and paying attention <laughs> to what I do in my free time,
0: Look. I'm gonna hear about this. I'm gonna hear about this later. Believe me. Look, man. When some one of my friends or something says, "Hey, I'm listening to your show," I'm like, Oh hell! You shouldn't have tuned in tonight because we' about to get
4: rowdy."
2: <laughs> yeah, right. I should have let them know that. I just wanted them to catch. I thought they might catch a little five minutes there, couple couple laughs maybe, but we already got x rated and raunchy and shit. So I, I, we can't. I, I can't. Well, I mean, they well, know this I, is what I do on Saturday nights now.
0: They missed the live version of last week. So you're safe there. Um
4: you're safe, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it was edited. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> I did get a little bad last week.
0: Man, I'm going to tell you what. Uh, when I when I said what I said, I was like, no fucks given. No fucks. I don't give a good goddamn. Like, you know.
4: <laughs> oh, shit. That's what happens my- when
1: you mix uh, two countries and their terminologies. That's all I'm going to say on that. <laughs> right?
0: Two country folk and their terminologies. That's it. <laughs>
1: That is it. Yeah, I tell you what, man. I caught a little bit of it, and I had to laugh because, like I said, I was listening to like the last five minutes. And I was actually kind of sad that we missed, uh, you know, coming on and air with you guys because Owen sounded like a hell of a dude to talk to, and oh, the knowledge yeah. that he had and shared. I mean, it was just phenomenal. The, the the whole, you know, like I said, ten minutes or wherever it was that I caught, and of course the end of the show, uh, that was something. Yeah, to be, <laughs> to be, to be uh, yeah edited, obviously. <laughs>
0: <laughs> definitely, definitely. I loved having him on. He did, uh, hit us up after the show and he, uh, he, uh, put our, put the podcast out there as well as the interview. And you know, it, I know a lot of people, you know, they're like, Oh, you just get them on there because, you know, blah, 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 blah. No, we don't. If I wanted to get people on here, I, I got, I got connections. <laughs> if I wanted the clout, but I don't care about the clout. I don't, I don't care about the numbers. I do care about the numbers to an extent. Right. Um, but it's not about the same about the fucking fortune. Um, but, uh, (laughs) the fact that, you know, he, he, he put those, uh, dispatches together, roving Bill Aspen wall. And then he actually is introducing us to another, uh, veteran friend and things of that nature. that's what we do, what we do. Um, it opens the light to us. It opens a networking relationship, You know, and
1: well, that's you know, that was something that the War Dog and I were talking about in pre-show, too, is that, you know, we sit here and we bitch about the VA and, and the the lack of care of this, that and what have you. But, you know, to hear uh, a different country's take on it to where they don't have a Veterans Administration per se over in Britain. So mm-hmm. and then the staggering numbers that he dropped on us about, you know, 20 to what do you say, 20 to 30 percent of the veterans yeah. over there are homeless or something like that. So it was like, holy shit. You know, and then you start thinking about, well, shit, what what does Canada do? You know, what does some of our other allied countries, you know, and like I said, we're sitting here bitching about the VA, yet here's other countries doing the same shit we're doing for the same reasons, mm-hmm. and they get nothing.
0: And, you know, it, and that it's that like was just I, an eye-opener. You know, it's like I said last week when he was on, you know, I, and I said the same thing. We put the VA down, but at the same time, and I'm grateful for the VA, however— not everything's perfect and it's never going to be perfect. So no. you could get a VA at, in the UK tomorrow and it be an exact replica of our VA and they say, oh, it's going to make things better. It might for a little bit, but it's going to hurt them in, at the same time, you know, so. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, and, and yeah, because every, not every VA clinic or facility is great. We we obviously acknowledge that, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? I, knock on wood, you know, the one up here in Alaska is uh, I found to be so far, Pretty good. But uh, obviously, Frosty's had a different experience than I've had, you know, with some of the doctors he's seen. So it is definitely hit or miss. and, And, you know, you're gonna get that anywhere, no matter what, you know what I mean? But, you know, like I said, just to recognize that they don't even have that option over there was something that was just unfathomable. You know, I mean, what kind of country has these, you know, young men and women serving their country and then getting nothing in
0: return? The monarchy. Um, yeah, no, you're 100% right. (laughs) (laughs) The motherland. Um, and you know, that was, uh, our whole, our whole spiel with, uh, the Aussies. Remember them on photo and whatnot? And they were in the same predicament. And, uh, what, what's even more concerning is these are our literal brothers in arms. Like we have fought together with them in wars and, Recent wars and and shit like that, and we can come home to some degree and be okay, but what about them right
1: yep exactly. they don't
0: they don't have that luxury I mean they have outreach programs, they have quote unquote civilian ran v a if you will, they have a few resources, but what we lack here is we have it but it's being able to access it and being able to implement it and make it work yep. because we have to throw pills at it and mm. I'm, I'm, I'm about to get dark no. and I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I was actually talking to a friend of mine last night who's, we, we have a mutual friend and her brother found a brother-in-law dead the other day and uh, he, he killed himself. He was a veteran and they just had put him on Zoloft. And they're, they're ruling it as an impulsive suicide and this, that, and the other. And I'm like, look, they do rule most of them impulsive because suicide pretty much is impulsive. Um, but um it pissed me off because they didn't actually want to help him in the sense that they didn't, give him help other than a quick fix which was Zoloft yep and that's pushing the their drugs yep right and it's just like my nurse practitioner or VA or whatever well your cholesterol is two points high so if it gets any higher we're going to have to give you a beta blocker I'm going to tell you right now I'm not taking a beta blocker I'm not they're horrible on your body it's not happening mm-hmm. sorry Um I don't do quick fixes I, I learned my lesson a long time ago when Humira tried to kill me. Um, but my point of that is. The brother knew there was something wrong. But he was afraid to talk to the veteran. And as many times as we say. Veterans don't be afraid to talk to somebody. It goes the other way as well. Don't be afraid to say hey everything okay. Do you need to talk? I'll listen. Yada yada man Yada. That's it. That's all you gotta do. Hmm. I'm not saying be a doctor. Don't do that. Be a person. Talk to them like they're a human fucking being, like they're an adult. Don't say, oh yeah, I understand. I understand. I, well, this is what happened to me. Don't do that. Don't compare. <laughs> Don't try to one up one another. You gotta give them some tough love. Give them some tough love. I done it to Marquis. I had the man crying on the phone and he's, he's, he's mentioned it here before, but, uh, Yep,
1: I mean, I've even gone as far as that buddy of mine down here in Idaho where I've actually contacted the local sheriff and had uh, them do an actual buddy check, you know, uh, because he was suicidal as well, you know, and, you know, and that he was reaching out, but he wasn't reaching out to me. He reached out to a mutual friend of mine who called me. I'm like, no, I haven't heard from him. And then when I called and heard the the state that he was in and he hung up on me, that's when I knew the shit was bad. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he told me straight up, don't you ever... Call the cops on I me, mean, blah, 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 blah. Cause, you know, you'd be the last thing you ever do. I'm like, well, this is bullshit. I'm not standing around. I'm fucking 3,000 some miles away where the fuck I'm not losing a friend over stupid shit. So I'm making a phone call to the cops, you know? So, yeah. And luckily it's a small enough place to where they obviously know the, the military situation and then the folks around there. And one of the state troopers there was retired Air Force and, you know, he knew us per se. So he just went off shift too, believe it or not. But he came back on shift because he got that call or heard that call over the radio.
0: Yeah. Well, it's like a couple of years ago, well, a few years ago now. Um, it was myself and a, another veteran who used to be a host. I'm not going to say his name unless he ever wants to talk about it. Um, but that fourth of July was that Monday and we was doing the show that Saturday. And I'll mention the veteran because he's gone now. He died of natural causes, um, because of. Medical issues and stuff, but Doc Garrick was on the bender and he had it all planned out. Was going to go to the VA, do it on the lawn. And, uh, we got him on Skype because we didn't use Skype back then. Mm -hmm. And in front of me, this dude was doing a mixture of Coke, Xanax and smoking. And he was so blazed, man. He got so pissed at me and the other veteran. And we I'm not joking you when I say it was a 47-hour watch because we were up the entire weekend. And he was so pissed with me and this other veteran because we had boots on ground to go check on him, get him out of his house, and they retained his firearms for his protection. Not because, you know, he can't be trusted, but he had this shit planned out, like, to the T. And uh, I think it was like... I think it took him a year, it took him a year or so, and, you know, he thanked myself and this other veteran, and I didn't get to see him, we were, we were, I was actually going to talk to him, and he was going to come by, he, he lived just over the mountain, and, but, uh, yeah, I mean, just fucking reach out, whether you're a civilian, or veteran, or whatever, if you need help, reach out, if you think somebody needs help, reach out to them, And we have an app for that.
1: Yes, we do. And as an app started just because of that, because somebody did reach out and that's all they did was listen. And if you don't know what we're talking about, head over to ObjectiveZero.org and and just read through the story of how the the place was started. And you'll see that that is actually people that care. I mean, these ambassadors that they have on standby 24-7 to listen to you, to, to talk to you, to just, again, to get you through the worst times of your life. And it's not recorded. It's not something that's going to be on your permanent record of anything. You know what I'm saying? It's there's just somebody there that cares that wants to help you out through this rough time, whatever it may be, whether it's your divorce or financial situation or and or both for that matter. Because Lord knows that sometimes they're tied together when that happens. So uh, again, it's it's, there's always somebody there that's willing to listen to you, and you can do it by a text, by a you know the Skype video chat or just regular phone call. So, again, there's tons of options and resources that are available for you. So head over to ObjectiveZero.org, read through their uh, bio, their, their, their purpose, their cause, their mission, and you'll see that, again, there is somebody out there that cares, and we care. That's why we promote these guys tremendously, you know, because uh, obviously I think War Dogs even said they he's used them down there in Texas or was it Florida. I don't remember which one it was. but Both, bro. Yeah, reaching reached out to a fellow Marine that was in, you know, that had the same, you know, thought patterns, the same thinking, you know, that, that you know, a Marine asked us, Lord, no, don't talk to an Air Force guy and a Marine. They didn't, you know what I mean? It's like me and Frosty. <laughs> uh, we can work together, but, uh, you know. <laughs> but, yeah, no, seriously, folks, head over to Objective Zero. Download the app, not only for you, if you don't need it for yourself, you know, show it to a buddy of yours that may need it. You never know if it, when it could uh, save a life.
0: Yeah, it's, it's one of those things that you should have on hand, even though you don't need it. You don't need a spare tire every day, but you never know when you're going to need one. Right. I mean, it's the same concept. You may never use it. You may find somebody that needs it. Um, the, the veteran that I was talking about that I heard through my friend last night, everybody was like, only if he had that app, only if he knew about it. And that's one of the issues right now that we were talking about with Oz. It's mainly word of mouth because they're putting so much of their, uh, donations into mark, into researching and, and building this app and, and getting it out there. And you, the listener needs to be that marketing, right? I know you're not getting paid for it, but you're going to get paid by helping somebody, right? That's, that's why we do TV radio homies. My paycheck is seeing you smile and laugh and break ribs, motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? And triggering you assholes when I say words that I shouldn't say together. Um, <laughs> and and making and making t-shirts that are not politically correct at all. <laughs> say, bro, where do we have listeners coming in from tonight? Well, obviously. Florida, Rida. Right, right. We got Washington State. We got Frosty up in Alaska. We got Actually, Mama... you know
1: B- what? That one in Washington State would probably be uh, Frosty because it's phone number.
0: Mm. Well, that's right. Well, I don't know because it goes by the tower that you're using at the time. Really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, we've also got... Let me see. This one's right on the state line. So it looks like Missouri, but it could be Illinois. We got, <laughs> we got Kakamo and I know who that is <laughs> Mr. Mayhem. And I believe that's it for right now. We got about 10 or 12 listeners. It keeps going in and out. I'm guessing most of them using their mobile. Devices. Yeah,
1: shout out to a couple new folks there in chat. Big Papa.
0: Hey, Big Papa Pump. What's happening? <laughs> you ain't Scott Steiner, are you? Uh, yeah, we got four down in Florida. We got one in Tamper. We got one in Orlando. Or two in Orlando, and one up. It says Ormond, so it might be your mama, Sergeant. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because it's true God, God, I don't even know if she's still tuned in like that. one of the few times I can say yo mama and mean it <laughs> it's your mama
2: yeah bet that bro
0: it's LOD nerdle Every
2: time I, I do says, remember, he's a first responder. I do remember he's law enforcement. Nurgle. Yep.
0: Okay. Okay. Does that mean?
2: Well, I don't know what LOD means now. <laughs> oh, it's line of uh, line
0: of departure. Oh, okay. Okay, I was so, right. Uh,
2: you no, know, like that, that 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 <laughs> that line that we say would be outside the wire or not. I got you.
0: Bald balds cure. <laughs> Bald secure. <laughs> says, hey, guys, first time here, retired, four years, active Army, ten years, Army Guard, six years, Air Guard, 91 to uh, 11. Well, we welcome you with open, dysfunctional minds, Bald <laughs> <laughs> Bose waited his whole life for that moment, Red said. <laughs> no, I mentioned you, Mama P, but I think Oint chimed in. And said something about Washington. I was I was saying, and Mama P down, and he he mentioned. I know. Yeah, he <laughs> fucked it all up. Actually, Frosty Somebody's did. Got to. I mean, actually, Frosty's Frosty. It, I mean, Frosty did because it was about Frosty. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't know, we made a rap version of Frosty <laughs> fucked it up. You can go to Podbean and search DV Radio and just type in Frosty fucked it up, and you'll hear it. Um. And I'm the stalker, Red said. <laughs> oh no, thank you for tuning in and being in the chat room tonight. You might want to get used to this website because it's leaving. Um <laughs> Oh my god. The the website ain't leaving. The the setup, the layout, if you will, is leaving. It'll be new probably in a couple weeks or so. Week in some days probably. Um Yeah. Yo mama.
2: <laughs> yeah, and she told me she's still tuning in, so be easy on me, damn it. There's only less than a half hour left. Go oh, easy on me, shit.
4: I'm
2: glad she didn't hear all the acid jokes y'all used to throw at me. My slow speech and my slow demeanor. I try to let it be known as just a down south thing, but
0: give it the boat. Give it the boat. Nah, well there is a, a shirt that. for that too. <laughs> there's a shirt for that one too, yeah. <laughs> No man, I loved it. Like, like I, I know it's because you were you were still getting your hang and uh, of being on the show and all. But I loved it because you'd be like, "Yeah, man, I was just, uh I was thinking, you know, like, I love it." Like, you don't know how much that made my night because it reminded me so much of Sergeant House. The guy I told you about, he he would talk with a more raspy voice, but he would talk. Yeah, man, let me let me tell you what, what I mean, like, is this is how we're going to do it. I right? and I would just lose it every time. Like, it was hard to talk to a E6 as an E4 and not lose my like. My, my straight face, like every time, like it—it it was great. And when he would get pissed off, it would be like, all right, all I, right, man, I." Right. So that's how gonna be, all I, right, all I. Right. <laughs> like, and it wasn't house, like H O U S E, it was H O W Z E. Like Howitzer. <laughs> Sorry, I'm read. I'm reading chat now. Yeah, I was just saying. (laughs) Uh
2: You saying you don't have the balls to rock it, bro?
0: (laughs) Reading all, all, all the conversation going on, all the conversing. And six was in here. He was like, "Stop using your big words that you don't know the meaning to." In reality, he doesn't even know what I'm saying.
4: (laughs) (laughs) The funny thing was,
1: what night was it that? We had him on and he kept hitting a damn sticker
0: button. Oh my God. <laughs> JJ
1: he said he had like 47 missed messages or
0: something. Jesus. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that was when he looked at it. That's when JJ looked at it. That doesn't count yeah. all yeah. the shit that came after that. <laughs> I went over there. And on my tablet, I turn my tablet off. I turn the Wi-Fi off so I can have all the fucking bandwidth that this motherfucker will put out during the show. Um, But when I turned on my tablet, it froze because of his ass. Because of DV6. And he goes, I was out in the pasture. Motherfucker, you wasn't out in the pasture at no goddamn 10 o'clock at night.
1: (laughs) He's dodging hornets again. Yeah, okay.
0: I can't tell y'all how many fucking stickers he sent that night, but they were all the same fucking sticker too. Yeah. Very, yeah the, <laughs> the sticker family, I should say. And I I, I got so pissed off because he's sending this shit in here. I had to close my browser for Facebook because it was messing with chat. I was like, oh my God, you ass, you dick, he knows I hate that shit. So then, yeah, that's why he was doing it. Um I missed that he mentioned four of us. She said, Nah, they there's four down there. There's four down in Florida. I say Florida because when I was in Iraq, I'll never forget hearing Florida. I was like, What the that's that's uh yeah, the rapper. The rapper Yeah. Yeah, he was he was making it big at that time and I was like, Oh yeah, that's so original, Florida. I was like, It's fucking Florida with a space in it. Like <laughs> I was, I was like, why can't it be like Ice T or Ice Cube or Snoop Dogg or, or, or Biggie or Tupac? Like, come on, man, get original. <laughs> <laughs> Want to hear something depressing? Went down to my old stomping ground, Fort Sill. Wow. Haven't been down since 95. Checked in on post conversation starter. Told them the last time I left her, I was wearing camo and spit shining boots. She said, yeah, my grandpa had to do that. I heard in the fucking fields and I'm only
4: 49.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, let's be real, man. The current generation doesn't know about shining boots. God damn.
0: They don't. They really don't. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to
1: lie.
0: I hated those damn chlorophyll. was it chloroform? Is that how you say it? Chloroform? Yeah. Yeah. I hated them fucking shoes, man. I'd rather fucking sit there for an hour or two and spit shine them motherfuckers than wear them damn things. I hated them.
1: Yep. Well, the funny thing was, is you got the ones you had to spit shine in basic and those damn things lasted forever. Mm-hmm. I bought a pair of those fucking chloroform bullshit things and the damn heel blew out on me. I mean, well, yeah. literally just fucking disintegrated and blew out.
0: <laughs> and you know, if yeah. those, if they get, a certain temperature like he was they start busting open so if you out in the middle of a fucking formation on asphalt you know for whatever reason it's gonna start cracking and I hated them so much uh well you're gonna feel old listening to this show half the time I'm the on, I'm the oldie core core frams, core fans core form core form. I mean it all smells the same right Um, (laughs) 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 Oh, that's right. Betsy works every weekend now. I forgot all about that. I didn't know she started that. See, you and Betsy like always switching work schedules on me. I can't keep up. Keep
1: you on your toes, man. Keep you on your toes.
0: Man, it's like school starting back. I can't keep up with y'all. Damn. (laughs) I got so many friends that's teachers and nurses, man. I look at it and I'm like, damn. And I'm just sitting here on my ass on the couch doing a Saturday show every weekend, not making a dime. <laughs> right.
2: <laughs> well, if I wasn't here with you guys hanging out, you know I'd be drunk as fuck at the DFW and about to get kicked out. So <laughs> this is a better alternative. You know what I'm saying? Cheaper.
4: Much much yeah, she she much goes
0: better. to as many as she can, as as many as they can. uh... Afford to go to, in this economy, if you will.
2: Uh, oh, a matter of fact, I got to bring up. I didn't know until recently there was a fight at this VFW I go to. They keep cameras on on the inside so that uh, you know, when <laughs> people when assaults and fights go down, people don't need to uh, you know, argue about you know who did what and what not. Uh, you just write a statement and the cops come check out the video and take your ass away, bro. Straight like that. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I didn't even know that, we you know, we were being observed, you know, like that the entire time on the inside, but it is what it is, man. Tell me, though, know, uh, how those days go for you, um, you were telling me, uh, in the pre-show, you know, uh, the days you're able to get, you know, daylight and whatnot in Alaska,
1: oink. Oh, well, right now we're about half, you know, 12 hours of daylight, 12 hours of darkness, but uh, we're losing about five to six minutes a day all the way up until December. I think it's 20th, 21st, somewhere around in there. We're going to continue to lose. And we only have about here in the Anchorage area. We'll have about four hours of daylight, you know, four and a half, five, maybe total and then December 20th, 21st, whichever day it is, I can't remember now, the winter solstice, it actually starts going the other way. We gain about 30 seconds the first day. Then it goes 45 seconds the second day. A minute, you know, it just gradually increases until, again, the summer solstice, it start reversing again. But, yeah, right now it's, it's, it's about half and half, but uh, it's not too bad. We're in the 50s and 40s, and, you know, can't complain too much. It actually isn't raining today yet. <laughs> so there's a plus. We <laughs> yeah, I swear to God, we had three three solid months of rain. We couldn't do shit. So finally it's nice and you know steady for if you want to call it that, where yeah, it's cloudy, but it's not raining, you know, shit falling down. Although the mountains are getting a nice little dusting of snow. Normally we get what they call termination dust where it starts at the tip of the mountain slowly. You can see that line of snow working its way down, but no, no, it uh it, this year it was like, boom, here, motherfucker, have snow halfway down the mountain. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, fuck you, slow shit. We're just going straight to snow. But yeah, and Mayhem asked a question Do they uh, do fireworks on New Year's Eve? That's the only time we do new, uh, fireworks, really, because in July 4th, you can't see the damn things. So you're not going to have a fireworks display on July 4th. We actually wait until New Year's Eve, you know, and set everything off because when you're lighting fireworks off in the snow, it's. You know, you have the reflection of it coming off the, you know, the snow and everything else. It's actually it looks pretty cool. It's pretty badass.
2: Yeah, imagine me being out there with my camouflage
0: on the Fourth <laughs> of July. <9th>. <laughs> <laughs> You're right? You seem to for real, right? <laughs> I do have an update. I did get in line for a Starlink, so we shall see when it gets here. If it's worth it, hopefully it will be. I, uh, have on good authority that it will be, but we shall see when the time comes. So hopefully North Khaki Lackey will be upgrading soon. (laughs) For those that don't know, Starlink is, uh, Elon Musk's, um, internet. So yeah. In a nutshell That's what it is And I got I a don't, bird I, don't. I got a bird that won't shut the fuck up All of a sudden Jeez, She knows it's bad time Yep <laughs> Oh lordy lordy I ain't it. But yeah um, I got a I got a good Beat on that Uh at Starlink the other day and I was like you know what let's go ahead and do it so I put my down payment down and I'm like I hope when they tell me that I, I'm ready to get it delivered that I have the money for it so
2: <laughs> uh, thanks Bo my mother said I do sound like I'm on action every day with the way you portray me <laughs> go fucking figure that one out. <laughs> go fucking figure that one out. <laughs> I'm pushing 40, and never heard her say that. I'm around you for a few years.
4: Oh my God.
2: She would have never said acid, though. She would have been like, you know, you sound like this, you sound like that. Now I'm, I'm, you know, I got to own up to this shit. Thank (laughs) you
1: tell her to head over to the dv store pick out her size and color tv sh- shirt she wants we'll get her a shirt yeah, oh it. she already told me she wants some more she wants i symptoms. she wants the fight for
2: game i'm like oh shit oh, man. i guess am you know, showing love for real for my dysfunctional
0: veteran
4: vibe right
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh thank you mama Wardog, dog for confirming that for me we love
4: you <laughs>
2: Oh, Lord. oh man, and we're we sorry, and <laughs> we can't do that, bro. We can't have her on for a short interview. That's like embarrassing me in front of you know, kindergarten teacher and all that shit back in the day, man.
0: I mean, we can have her on and just have you sit in the corner. Ooh, like, a P- like a PTA meeting. You remember those? You had to go sit at the table and play with like the memory cards or whatever. While, the, while your mom talked to the teacher, you remember
4: that?
2: Yeah. <laughs> you am trying to, to gauge level. whether or not yeah. Yeah. you're
0: trying
2: to gauge whether it's a good conversation or bad. Or you're going to get your ass whooped an ice cream. Right?
4: Yeah.
0: Right. It's like, do I, do I need to start the tears now or. <laughs> <laughs> Red said at least it's radio so no baby pics Just saying. <laughs> I mean we can see the baby pics
2: <laughs> I'm serious you're going to make me go around to all my family and friends like do I sound like I'm slowing on all <laughs> since the war y'all never let me know this I would have corrected I would start started speaking faster I would have corrected myself and draw the whole nine you know what I'm saying matter of fact I'm going to work on that from here on
4: out <laughs>
2: going to be new and improved, God damn it. Yeah. Oh, so my God. Gotta ask people, do I sound like I'm, you know, do I sound like I'm on some
4: shit?
0: Oh, shit. But see, it's only, it was only when, like, you would actually be on the show. Like, when we were in pre-show or after-show, it wasn't that bad. But as soon as we would go live, you'd be like, hey, yeah, man. That's, that's what we do up in here, man. Like that's how we do it.
2: <laughs> Reddit says I always sounded high, but not necessarily acid. I didn't know I gave off these vibes, dog. You know, it's a, like I need to think about the last few years. Like, like, who's been taking? I'm serious. Who's been taking me as being faded the whole time, including when I walk out tomorrow. Oh, hell, when I walked to, I walked to the gas station, i like, bro, you've been thinking I was high all these days? I was sober as a motherfucker. I promise
0: you. Look, if it, if it wasn't for the, uh, if it wasn't for Sergeant Wardog's acid tripping voice, we wouldn't have our DV radio tie-dye shirt. So.
2: Yeah, <laughs> <man>. <laughs> Gotta show love to the sixties, baby, to the hippie era. <laughs> hippie era with my, uh, you know, with the whole. What, what is it? If I had my fro going and I had the whole, you know, the pick
1: and everything with it, that's it. That but is black it. collar, bell bottom jeans. Hell right? yeah! Oh yeah!
4: Oh my god!
2: That's all right though. I'm part of the psych war gang, and once you medicated in the psych war, you have to speak slow as a part of that shit.
4: So I just have a lasting, you
2: know, I have a like a long, lifelong lasting effect on my shit for some reason
0: that's what it is we'll blame it on the psych game.
2: I'm gonna just start speaking faster I not know it was like that I gotta get animated just to say hi like hello how you doing motherfucker? you know what I mean I mean that's, yeah,
0: Speak, yeah. speaking of the DV Radio Groovy t-shirt which is the tie-dye one we do have it back in stock in the blue cotton candy pastel and desert rose as well as the traditional rainbow tie-dye and I believe they're all thirty dollars. Sadly, we can't go above 2XL, but you know, sorry. Um, but that's back in stock. All all five color sets are in stock. I just looked and made sure. So it's called the DV Radio Groovy t-shirt. Cause it is. It's grooving, right? <laughs>
2: I, you even got me wondering, like, as a sergeant wherever or the other Marines, like, hey, sergeant's fucked up. Hey, sergeant's fucked up, bro. He was in like, We were in a firefight for you know, he was up the whole time. It was like, contact right, motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? It's, we're taking it a little too far. I gotta, I
1: gotta ask everyone I know. Did you do this? That's why that motherfucker William never Marine. followed my orders. He thought I was on that scene. Yeah. <laughs>
2: I didn't give him the proper greeting of the day fast enough. That <laughs> motherfucker was on it.
4: Oh shit! All
0: right,
4: troops. All
0: right, this is what I want y'all to do. All right, and what we gonna do? Okay, now just sit down a minute. Just, just hold off now. Just, just back up. I. Right? <laughs> <laughs> well, if I was a jazz
2: artist, that shit would pick, you know, fit in well, right? Or if I was. <laughs> <laughs> if I was a better, you know, pickup artist with the, with the ladies, you know what I mean? But, um, <laughs> Oh, I got to add real quick. Cause I don't even. I was trying the whole online date thing. Right. You mm-hmm. know, I'm, you know, do, doing the whole post, uh, post divorce phase. Right. And I don't know what it is about me, bro, but I attract the oldest and ugliest women you could <laughs> think of, bro. None my age always got me by 10 to 15 years. And I, so I, you know, between now the voice thing and now what I'm getting <laughs> the online dating part, I'm I'm royally royally fucked, but I'm I'm gonna work that
0: out. Next week he's gonna come back, be all Barry White sounding and shit. <laughs> right? <laughs> Hello, ladies. <laughs> yeah. I was just getting ready to say, Nurgle, fucking cougars <laughs> going after a cub." That's what it is. <laughs>
2: Hey, but it ain't cougar hunting if I wasn't hunting for them, right? They would be more, more like, you know, robbing the cradle on my
4: ass 20 years
0: ago. <laughs> oh, shit. oh, shit. All right, look, we, we got five minutes or, or so, and we need to wrap it up before I cry anymore. Um, Let's start with Sergeant Wardog uh, in an acid-tripping voice
2: oh uh, please if you run into any run into any uh any trouble mental health wise any crisis uh do not be ashamed or afraid to con- uh dial 988 the new number for uh you know mental health emergencies or um you know that we still have the veterans crisis lines uh, around but um yeah uh, i'm always worried about you know fits in our own mental health. And we talked tonight about some suicide situations and all, which we've all faced and dealt with. So um yeah, that's where I, where I stand again and psych war gang forever, baby.
0: Sorry, I was finishing my body armor, <laughs> not <laughs> sponsored, sadly. Um, No, 100% 988. It will be on the websites when they go live. Um, It'll be where you can access it readily, probably on every page. Um, oink. Uh, I think we've
1: already touched on it, folks. We joke and we kid and we, you know, make fun of uh, each other, but uh, it, there's gonna be times when you're not right and you're battling those demons. And if you are battling those demons, don't do it alone. Reach out for help. There's always an ambassador standing by 24, seven, like we said before, on injectedzero.org. There's other sites out there, battering of Distress, uh, 22 to none. There's countless resources, folks. There's no reason any of us should be losing a, a battle buddy. So, uh, reach out. Yeah, if you're doing great, reach out to those friends that aren't, you know, that you may feel that are being quiet, that you never know when even the strongest ones are going to need help. So, again, uh, just reach out. There's no shame in it.
0: 100%. Um, I'm not for sure if there is a um, affinity protocol in the morning. Check uh, our social medias. Check affinity social medias. Uh, if there is, it'll be at 10 a.m. Eastern time. I haven't got to talk to Chris Uh to find out if there is one. Um, but yeah. And if you're a new listener, thank you for tuning in tonight. Go subscribe on Podbean or pretty much where podcasts are except Spotify because they don't like us. Um, just search, <laughs> just search DV radio and, uh, yeah, for Mr. Oink Sergeant Wardog Marquis who had to bail out early. I'm Balderwood. You just heard Barrett's talk right here on WDVRdvRadio.net. Until next week, fucksickles. Bye-bye.
3: Hit us up on Facebook and Twitter.
4: That's all, bro. Goodbye, motherfucker.